help us to know what's real. Yes, yes, we will do that. We will create podcasts such as Adam has a beard and the Denton County Collective. The Unsigned Countdown. And we will set up podcasts in North Carolina and Georgia and Mississippi and Florida and Arizona and Nevada and Idaho and Manchester, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin. And we will bring the truth to the people because the people will have a voice here. No longer will we be ignored. No longer will we be forced with policy after policy from an ever-changing network of politicians whose only goal it is is to make money, to continue to run, to continue to make money. They will listen to us. We are the people. We are America. We are Public Access America. That's who we That's are. We are. And if you didn't if know we existed, you might want to get on and get on board. We want to hear from you. You want to hear from us? Why not? Uh, firearm safety. Just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an excellent tool. If you were required to fill out that 10-day form or your background check, you should also be required to attend a class. Of course, so you can obtain that firearm and take that firearm home with you. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout out to you this week is to Jason. Well, this story just got off. My Me? shout outs to Ed. Like I said to Jason, I just took a huge. It's <laughs> <laughs> going down. I missed you guys. Adam has a beard. is sponsored by Trail Boards and BohoSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all we all want we all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. We can say this. We can't say that. We can do this. Whoa! You better slow down. You cannot. We're not going to stand for this and frustrating endless circle. Because we hold a lot of fear around speaking our truths. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at therefinedmanbarbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. You need to uphold this law. Um, I really want to get, I really want to talk about that. Yeah, that guy's, you know, James Naswood. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Love you back, dude. Don't forget yeah, that, man. Know yeah. that, too. All right, we're recording. Oh, yeah, dude. Nice. Oh, yeah, we're recording. Welcome to furlough day number one. Furloughed day number one. Are you furloughed in Washington State? Would you do like you have? <laughs> do you have a fur <laughs> under your low? Does your fur hang low? Does it wiggle <laughs> to and fro? <laughs> It's it's a wobbling. It's it's creepy. <laughs> oh God! It's got a social security number. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Today we're 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 joined uh, by my uh, very good friend and producer and the man, Mister Jason Rosecki. What's up? Which is French for "He who cometh from the mountain to drink the blood of the children while the coyotes pee." On the families where they sleep. You're welcome. Mugging out in Banga. <laughs> hey, how you doing, brother? I'm good. 
I'm good. Dude, you don't have no furlough in your your uh, state, do you? Today, today, my apartment building sent me a notice saying that masks are required everywhere in my town now. Dude, yeah, that's how it is here today. Effective today. Uh, effective today. Yep, Furinsley um, declared it a, a mandatory. Everybody has to wear a mask. Mm. And let me tell you, my inst- my my Facebook is blown up that everybody yeah. and their mother's brother is suddenly a PC son of a bitch <laughs> who, who's got <laughs> you who don't wear masks. You know what? Fuck right. you. What if some of us don't want to wear masks? What if some of us realize that this is a pandemic? Right. What if this is just no guns, no abortions, no masks? <laughs> as big as these topics, are masks as big and dangerous as guns and abortions? Let's find out from Adam right now. Dude, I think you should ban McDonald's. Look, I <laughs> fuck McDonald's. You know, I'm going to blame a fork for making me fat, dude. That's what I'm going to do. That you fork. know what? Ban the fucking forks. Ban forks. <laughs> Ban straws. Yeah, well, they're already banned in Washington State. Of course. <laughs> but we like that because we're all about the anti-fishing nets and pro. We're pro-life. We're pro-sea yeah. life. We're pro-water pro and clean water, clean ocean water. I always assumed people like were recycling and taking these plastics and forming new products. You know what I mean? So it devastates me to find out this whole time that I'd been like recycling and dividing my garbage and making sure the plastic was there so they could do that, that they were just dumping it in the ocean. Kind of makes me mad. Yeah, dude. You know what I do for, for recycling around here is like I, I put everything, I, I specifically by myself put everything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to alphabetize by plastic, by glass, by, Mm -hmm. and, and guess what? I have to put it in one bin anyway. Like yeah, if I right. take it to the recycling bin, I have to separate it. I'm like, look, yeah. what do you want me to do? This is right. confusing. Worse yet, I don't even have recycling here. So, you know, I oh, divide damn. everything, but there's nowhere to re- there's nowhere to put the recycling. Uh, so it all goes in the same compactor. But then so I think what? they have somebody like dividing the trash somewhere else. Oh, well, you know what? Create more jobs. That's what I see. That's, That's the positive. That's what I see too. Yeah, because I know my friend's son is autistic and he's deaf. And he's blind, but he got a job doing that and he's happy as fuck doing it. You know, he gets, he has more money than fucking the family does because he doesn't have any expenditures. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Attaboy. Attaboy. Right. Dad's like, buy me a TV. And the son's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go somewhere on vacation. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Milan. That's right? what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Attaboy. That's proper planning. More jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so uh, I'm planning your vacation. Mm. <laughs> nice that's how i got yes. to florida my friend said fuck you i bought you a ticket and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> but okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and he's like we're gonna go look at apartments and i was like really all right you know okay cool we, he talked he, there was a lady living in this apartment and she needed help moving something upstairs and he's like what are you doing and she's like well i'm trying to move out so i'm bringing some boxes and he's like my buddy's trying to move in you know and talk to the property manager and was like can you just hold that apartment for my friend it's in a perfect spot for him and they did for like three months till i could get my shit down here oh perfect right hell yeah dude fucking florida i love it that's badass dude yeah you'll be very disappointed florida from washington Mm -hmm. dude first we don't have alligators so you uh will be disappointed 
I have seen an alligator. You have, really? I have, yeah. Did you shit the proverbial pants? Or did you just like, oh, look, it's an alligator. It was like 100 yards away, so it was good. And it was in the water, so it was like his eyes, you know? Oh, oh, hell no. That's that's the stuff that nightmares are made of. Right? Dude, yeah, hell no. That's why I won't fly to Hawaii, because I'm afraid (laughs) the alligators and the dragons and the sea creatures. I heard that Hawaii has bumblebees the size of your head, you know? I don't you know, go, I don't want to go anywhere like that. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. You know what? Yeah, no, I can look at it through the internets right. and yeah, no. There was a time when I would collect pictures from like other vacation spots and put them yeah. up on my Instagram and be like, I'm on vacation this week. And I would just post pictures of vacation, not, <laughs> not to trick anybody. They knew where I was, but just to have like, so when I could look back in my feed, I would be like, oh, fuck yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm fucking happy now. Look at that. Right? Yeah. And then look at you when I'll be very sorely disappointed. <laughs> yeah. We fill our feeds with such depression that when we go back and look at our own shit, we're depressed, you know? Yeah, that's exactly, dude. I look back and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, kids, 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 kids. Right? Mud. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, dude, there's, there's massive differences between here and, and Florida, dude. Like, for one, uh, let's see, what is uh, all four Your women are beautiful, though. Your women, oh, I love them. Your women are sexier than the Florida women, hands down. You know, I will... I do like the women, dude. I tell you that they're they're mm-hmm. there and they're beautiful. All of them, all of them, all of them. Yep, everybody's hidden. You you can see them all fucking bundled up and everything during the, the fall. That's or, true. You know, the winter, and then all of a sudden, it's like, it's like this beautiful explosion of people. Yeah, and and everybody, all the dudes too. I mean, dudes, you you can see them. The everybody just comes out and it's just like a this beautiful thing. It's like, oh man. Fuck, I love being here. Yeah, you had the season though, right? Like you had the season. I love like when you go to the airport and a woman's wearing like a three-quarter jacket, but with a skirt and then the the boots because, you know, it's winter. Man, I love that look with long hair. Beautiful, you know? And I don't get that here. I don't get that here at all. No. In fact, I'm guessing the people in Florida are so crazy because it's so humid that their ass cracks just get so wet so fast, you know? It's got to be so frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we call that mildew butt. Mildew butt. We call it, a, yeah, we call it swamp ass here. The swamp well, we ass. Do, we do ever since I moved here. They probably just call it normal, you know? Yeah, they're like, oh, that's just <laughs> sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just life. <laughs> dude yes dude i love the people here man you could you could tell some of the assholes you know obviously there's assholes everywhere of course but but the people there's i mean he everybody's demeanor changes like you walk around you do whatever it is you got to do and all of a sudden you, you like you smile at somebody you pass by someone hey how you doing oh oh hey yeah <laughs> you know you know, you walk out like I walked into the gun store yesterday. Nice. You know, I went to go find me a, a tactical grip for my AR pistol because I just like it's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. we can have later. But uh, and the guy walked out and he was just all grumpy. Me, how you doing? And I was like, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Like, oh, oh, hey, hey, guy. <laughs> right. Change his tone, dude. Just a simple, Hey, how you doing? And it doesn't matter who it is, dude. Fucking all people. Fucking Washington State people are fucking awesome. Except for who? Well, no, dude, everybody, everywhere. 
You go to the other side of the mountains to, to, to jack them off in the dry shitties, dude. They are good people, Mexican people. Mm-hmm. Lots of Mexican people. Yeah. Go out into the farmlands, dude. Yeah. We used to go over there with a buddy of mine and pick up hay. Hmm. And some of those farmers, man, they're like, hey, how are you doing? I'm right. like, hey, hi. <laughs> right? It changes their fucking tone. Dude, people in the mountains, dude, they're fucking great people, too. Oh, yeah. Beautiful people, dude. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. I got friends in Kentucky and, you know, all over the place. Moonshine is is normal. Mm-hmm. 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 Love I, Kentucky. I get what you're saying. It's just a person-to-person thing. Like I, yeah. I, I think I said in the last episode, we're all yelling for the same things. It doesn't matter what color the hat is on your head. It just, mm-hmm. it only matters to you. It doesn't matter to us. Exactly. And so I think one-on-one, when we can show we're not pushing back against somebody, they're not worried about pushing back. It's, shit doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Who cares, dude? Who cares what you're wearing? And who cares? Dude, are you, are you a good people? That's right. what they want to know. The only turnoff to me is that it matters more to you than it does to me. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Hundred. Hundred 100%. 100%. I keep hearing that on the news and it just cracks me up. 100%, Allie. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing taking that shit? I don't even know where I picked that up from, man. I find myself you know, dude, picking weird shit up, dude. Me too. Like, I've written down like, you know, things that I've picked up since like my concussion, since I've forgotten a lot of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I found, I, I found a little list and the list is pretty, pretty small on the backside of this paper that my son drew. Uh, it says first thing on there, hummus and pretzels. Mm. The fuck is hummus. That's awesome. It, it is, dude. So I found it. That, that's whatever, for whatever reason, I don't know how I discovered it, but I, I'm like, I love it. Okay, great. Fantastic. Awesome. I love it. The bad thing I found. Well, well the good thing, uh, uh, the saying, 100%. I don't know where I picked that up at. 100%. You've been saying that since I've known you. Well, then, all right. Then I guess I carried it over. <laughs> no, I love it. That's cool. And my much more appreciated appreciation of death metal and country music. Nice. Mm-hmm. There's no reason those two shouldn't live together. There's no reason at all. And if, it, if it's Wheeler Walker Jr. and say Mammoth, Oceana. you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. <laughs> some good bands, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And the one thing that I found that it's uh, disappointing that I picked up White Claws. You like them, huh? No. Well, I mean, I'm disappointed that I picked it up. I mean, I, I would much rather have not discovered them. Like, I, I won't go like, okay, cool, you know, White mm-hmm. Claws. Yay. Okay. The first girl, the first girl I met in Tallahassee said, you, you've never been with the Tallahassee Lassie? And I was like, no. And she's like, you need to know two things. Oh, we drink white claw mm. and I can put a condom on without using my hands. And I was like, what's your name? You know? <laughs> Hashtag take my money. It's like, how you doing? <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Well, um, the next flight to Tallahassee leaves in <laughs> in less than a month. I had her considering a real relationship. You know, she's like, no, that's not me. Oh, well, you know, it is what it is. I'm a mom. You know, that's all I am. And I was like, okay, I like that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, fucking prince around the house wearing a wig. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Don't matter to me. It don't matter. Don't somebody, matter. somebody, my friend Sherry asked me, she's like, are you into like costumes, role play? And I was like, generally not. Although. 
I had a friend that liked doing the furry thing where you dress up in like a teddy bear or something. I was like, (laughs) she was into that. And I got to say that it was fun doing that with her. I don't know if I would do that with somebody else, you know, it's a nice memory to have, you know? (laughs) Oh shit, dude. I can't. Well, (laughs) yeah, that is what it is, dude. You want to be furry, you be furry. Right. I'll be what I got to be. exactly so my my theory is everything begins and everything ends right so if you're Mm. worried about the end in the middle you're gonna miss everything and if you're worried about starting something because of commitment you don't have to worry about it everything that begins ends so once you realize that it's not going to continue it's no problem ending it and so that there's no problem starting it you know what i mean doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I, I started the unsigned countdown. We haven't been back to that, but it's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything that begins ends. And so why not try things? Dude, we end up in the unsigned countdown, dude. I really, I really loved it. I mean, it gave me such anxiety when we weren't doing it. Yeah. That I was just like, fuck, dude. And I'd find myself listening to these bands that you'd, you know, this is the list. Listen to this, check out right. their stuff. And then I would go and listen to it. And I'd find myself just nuts deep into their these right. local bands from right. all over the world you know yeah. that's how kaz kaz from that band right. was it? you know him and i still talk and he is fucking awesome and brandon benson dude he's my boy dude yeah. you know i talked to him like you know at least well it's been a little bit less and free, frequent this as of like three four months but i mean mm. randomly shoot him a message hey how you doing what's going down right. i haven't talked to mortius in forever I talked to, so remember the band, I don't know if you remember the band, that was more my thing than anybody else's, but Writing Off Tomorrow, they were like, yeah, uh, they were like from the East Coast, Mm -hmm. I can't remember, I don't want to say, it's not Manchester, I think, and so, but I I friended like Casey and Megan, because they're just, they're awesome people, right, and then somehow, I, in my friend thing, I kept Megan, but I lost Casey and uh-huh. Megan moved to Arizona and then she was dating somebody and she's like getting serious about somebody. And I think they're like together and it's awesome. And then I find out it's Casey from, oh. from you know, writing off tomorrow. And I was like, what the heck? We gotta, we gotta have you on. We gotta have you guys on to talk. Cause I, you got, you're just, she does this thing. I appreciated today. Like every so, you know, every so often. And it's just, I love those people. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure, dude. You know, I mean, the Denton County Collective is made up of Ryan Maine from True Fallacy. True Fallacy. You know, yeah. and like he told me, he's like, yeah, no, Zug from Angel Spit was like used to sleep on my couch for a while, you know. And I can like, love Angel right? Spit, dude. Right. And so it's just cool. Like you make friends with these people and then for a while and then they come back around. And like, remember Derek? Derek Cornette? I'm not friends with him anymore because I kept I kept bugging him like I want a song about this I want a song about that and he finally just gave up on me I don't blame you Derek <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Derek was like, good too man like he Travis was cool. Nowak remember Travis Nowak yeah. yes Travis Nowak him and his he had that him and um what was his name from fucking France oh uh Axel Beaumont yeah Axel Beaumont dude the day what the sky a... the day the sky fell yes dude what an epic yeah. epic epic band combination of people yeah. dude but then you what know? was really cool was zach 
uh, Travis's brother got into like the dubstep sort of sound. Yeah. And so they started like, Travis started working on like that stuff with him. And it just, it was so cool to have Travis's growl and perfect Travis. I think for, for the, for what he is, is the best singer I've heard for his genre. You know, honestly, the work he put in and as good as he was, I think he's the best that I, I think that he's the best singer we featured in that, you know what I mean? Yes, because he was so versatile. Yeah. You know, he was all over the place, but he was good everywhere he went. Everything he touched just, you know, just was just stellar, you know? I I spent hours in the microphone going, just trying to sound like what Travis just could like do naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was sleeping and he'd wake up. Oh man. Oh fuck. Yep. <laughs> just drop it out. Like, and, I, and Axel was, Axel was a great producer and guitarist, you know? Oh, fantastic and, guitar player. And then you throw the dubstep, the dubstep influence, not in the song, but it's like in the background on the computer behind you working. And yeah. it just, that shit just, yeah. Just like, uh, Johan and his brother his brothers mm-hmm. does that crappy post hardcore stuff and you know Johan yeah. is metal to the max and you know but they love each other's music you know yeah yeah <laughs> hell yeah dude that's that's the good thing about being brothers man it's like i wish my brothers did music you know yeah because i know my brother mark wanted to but he like for whatever reason life got in the way and, and like i had a bass sitting around i'm like dude i'll teach you i just we'll go out yeah. and fucking own nope and so he'd end up him coming to the shows, you know, he'd, obviously he'd buy drinks for the whole bar, but yeah. he never gone wanted to play. He'd always wanted to come and hang out, you know? I got you. So, that was crazy, dude. Now the other guy we have to mention too is Andy Croft. Of course, he was in my head, sickest. of course, the sickest. Yes, I talk to him all the time, dude. He is, he is just, you know, he's fantastic, dude. He's doing well. He's mm-hmm. fucking genius is what he is, dude. He's do, he does with music like what I do with podcasts. He get the he gets these under undiscovered talents, and really makes something out of it. He was yeah. doing like his blast like beats with like rap, you know, like in yeah. that ambiance with like yeah, it was like moody, dark rap. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, absolutely, dude. He was so his his with sickest. It was just like this. God, man, it took me back to the days of Justin Broderick in Godflesh. Mm. It reminded me, I mean, very specifically, when I first started listening to Sickest, I was like, God damn it, dude, I miss the, the album Street Cleaner, which was nothing but Justin Broderick and one other guy in a drum machine and this, this fucking nasty, ambient, okay. industrial, raw, in your fucking face, just clean out your goddamn brain. And just, just pound it, you know what I mean? God, and it was just, I gotta look that. I mean, I I've heard of them, I've passed by them, but I've never actually stopped to listen. Oh, dude, yeah, it was very, very much what I wanted to do when I first started playing music was nothing but, but Godflesh, you know, it was industrial music, and then all of a sudden from Godflesh, I went to, I started, you know, branching out. Oh shit, Skinny Puppy. Oh shit, wow. Ministry. Oh, oh shit, yeah. KMFDM. Oh shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sickest brought all that back. And I was just like, God damn, Andy. And then we became friends. And it was just like, damn, bro, when you come to the States, and he's like, yeah, 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 we could do that. And we started talking about collabing. And then I don't know what happened. And then all of a sudden, like, he disappeared. He was doing, he was busy is what happened. And then uh, 
And then all of a sudden we get a random message from him. I'm like, oh shit, dude, you know, happy new year's. Hey, Merry Christmas, bro. Or Hey, happy birthday, bro. And I'm like, fucking Andy Croft, man. Right. Andy fucking Croft. So God, dude, I mean, music, it brings you so much closer. Like, like Seattle metal, dude, like Seattle metal online. There's back in the day. So when Carmen was like, ah, fucking not even born yet. So 99, 98, 99, there was this massive movement of metal that just all of a sudden, it was post grunge it right. was metal and it was drowned mary it was agony of deceit it right. was that's my tunes right that's my i love that whole seattle sound for that whole decade dude yeah but but post grunge yeah. came this explosion of metal that was mm-hmm. just beautiful dude you had a bands like all these bands needle dick dude of all fucking right. bands would show up brain dead yeah you know what i mean they would all just show up and fucking party together and then all of a sudden next thing you know it's this big seattle metal online every month every month carrie and joe the people who founded seattle metal online with you know whoever they were helping him at the time and forgive me i know amy was part of it amy taggart and there was one other dude chris i believe it is chris something damn it, i'm sorry but mm. uh, they all got this massive collection and every month they would go and they would select a band of the month and then they would go to that place that location and then bring in bands you know hey three song set 20 nice. bands that's three song cool. set share gear and it, it was literally a family. Everybody's band was, was, was promoting everybody else's band, yeah. was promoting every, uh, everybody's venue, was promoting this family of fucking musicians. Everybody got together. Everybody got drunk. Everybody got baked. Everybody just hung out as a family, yeah. and it expanded. You know what I mean? That's what we're doing with the podcast. That's, That's the exactly same, what it is now. It's the exact same thing I want to do, but with podcasts and musicians. Yes. Every yes. one of these podcasts has a creative influence of some sort. And that's what's so cool to me. You yeah. Know? I mean, not to get stuck on it, but Martin Luther King said that nothing's ever going to be accomplished unless we come up with a creative collective that can be an influence. And yeah. as soon as I heard that speech, I was like, fuck, half my friends are musicians. That's that's really the angle that I need, you know, creative people talking, mm. just talking. Just talking about it. it doesn't matter what it is yeah. talking get together have a good time laugh fucking laugh man yeah, Shit. right mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. that's it so that's cool i like that yeah dude and i gotta I say it. that like my friend sherry she's like my daughter's getting into music and the record players and all that stuff and yeah. i was like that's cool and i was like but then she came out of the room and she's like mom i love this song and she's like what and she's like do niche. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> the Matrix soundtrack. And she's like, oh, that's a great soundtrack. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Everything on there is so industrial. So yeah. cool. I love soundtracks, man. Like, yeah, dude, very well put together. Soundtracks right. are just amazing, man. You know, yeah. I love anything that uh, um, Atticus and Trent Reznor have done. I believe you that. Yeah. yeah, dude. They did the social network. They did. Uh, fuck, Girl Gone. I think I want to say it is the Ben Affleck movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, they he they, he did the soundtrack for that. Uh, Lost Highway. He did the soundtrack for that. I want to say. That's pretty cool, dude. I love. I just love Nine Inch Nails, man. I mean, I've always oh, loved Nine Inch Nails. I've always you know? thought that he was like Jimi Hendrix in the way that 
they're so amazing if they could just find another talent to match with them like Jimi hendrix really should have gotten together with janice joplin and made one thing with like maybe an eric clapton you know what i mean Mm. i always thought like why are these you know why is why is the milk there but not the cookie like give me you know and so trent reznor was like I loved him collaborating with people because it was like, there's the full sound I'm looking for, you know? But yeah. Dude, he did this thing. Trent Reznor did this thing at the Boston Radio Music Hall. And it was a very small, very small, tiny intimate set with Peter Murphy from Bajas and Twiggy Ramirez before Twiggy was ousted as a rapist or whatever the fuck his deal was. And another and a drummer. I want to say Josh Freeze, but I could be wrong. And uh, and it was like a four song set, and they got in there and it was improvised. But Peter Murphy was singing, and, <laughs> and it was like, oh, dude, it was so good. And then anything he does, oh, it was Atti- it was uh, it was Atticus who was doing the uh, programming and stuff like that with him. Okay. And dude, it was so good. It was so good. It was so goddamn good. I love that like show. any kind of collaboration, David Bowie and Trent Reznor, dude. Oh my God, yeah. I'm afraid of Americans. Right. Dude. And see, David Bowie is that same thing to me. Like, you're yes. so good. You need to team up with something. Like, you're the greatest voice in the history of mankind. You're the most yep. recognizable voice. Yeah, put that to something other than some 80s click or 80s band. You know, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So like Ziggy Stardust was the shit, man. <laughs> dude, I, I like that one, man. I mean, right? I, I'm going like, you know, I've been trying to go back and rediscover these old bands and old old sounds. And, right. you know, because that's what you do as guitar players. You try to redefine yourself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it, and it helps you with two different things, with your with your creative palette and with your your inner self. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I do that a lot. So I found, you know, Ziggy Stardust. Um, Billy Joel, of all fucking people. Classic. I hated him. I hated him growing up. You know the reason I hated him? You want to know why? Why? It's a real selfish reason. He was married to Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Fuck you. That's my girl, bro. How did, even, <laughs> how did that even happen? But see, that's I okay. like, I actually, yeah, because I liked his stuff before Christy Brinkley and hated yeah. his stuff afterwards. Really? Yeah, I love glass houses, but I don't like like Uptown Girl. Yeah, I didn't like Uptown Girl either. I didn't. I didn't like any of it. But I've been going back and listening to some of that stuff. The other one too that really, um, I really really dig. And now people, I found that there is a real strong community. If you fuck it up, you will get uh, called out for it. Chicago, the band Chicago. Yeah. And Steve Winwood. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the correlation was if he was a singer or whatever, but. The, some of that shit was like in industrial before it was industrial, but it was world music. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then that band, ah, uh, fucking. That's two separate things. Steve Winwood wasn't in Chicago. Okay, good. Okay. Well, then I didn't fuck it up. Then. <laughs> yeah, you can't mess with Chicago fans that are that like Chicago love Chicago. I think mm-hmm. they have a couple good songs, like Steve Miller. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. a Steve Miller fan, but if you give me a best of or the eagles i love the eagles but not everything from the eagles <laughs> right right 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, old music, man. Just like go back and redefine yourself. <laughs> Frank, is it Frank Zappa? <laughs> Frank Zappa, exactly. Zappa, dude. Right. God, he did some weird, weird shit. And then Dweezil did some weird shit, yeah. too. It's so fantastic. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fucking yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't listen to that, and I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Well, it's weird. It's weird, the is Frank it? Zappa style weird, you know? Oh, wow. So... Well. Maybe I'll have to go and check that movie. I don't, out. I don't know. Dude. I don't, if you if you don't do acid, you really don't have to. You know? Oh, good because I don't do acid. <laughs> the last time I took acid, I told myself when I did acid, I'll take acid again when I have my own place and I can do my own thing. And then I got my own place, and I was like taking acid. And then I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show, Yellow Submarine, Pink Floyd, The Wall, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And I just it was the best night ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> damn dude you know? yeah damn and then Craziness. i never did acid again don't do acid don't do acid dude don't, don't do it you can't trust I've... what's in it and you can't trust who's giving it to you so don't take it man don't do it don't do don't do drugs people don't well do drugs. well well i told my niece i was like look if there's 99 drugs out it out there 98 aren't going to hurt you, but one of them is going to destroy your life in a permanent way. So if yep. you want to take the chance, go ahead and do drugs. But if one day you find yourself being dragged out of a drug den while your boyfriend's getting the shit kicked out of him and a bag put over his head because he fucked with my niece, that's not my problem. That's something you caused, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Welcome to the life. <laughs> right? Go ahead and try drugs. One of them will fuck your life up. I know. Just, mm. just you know, a couple of them will. It's just how we're... People that yep. do weed don't... I knew a guy that could do cocaine like I smoked weed, you know? Like, he could Jesus. just do it and be normal, but I could never do that, you know? No, dude, no. no. My friend, no. Rose, she would take acid, and I didn't even know she was on acid, but she was... What? Just, just happier, you know what I mean? But... I couldn't do that. If I was on acid, I'd be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? so to each their own. You can drink. I can't drink. If I do have more than two drinks, like hard alcohol, yeah, I'm mm. fucked up, you know? Yeah, I found myself the other night, uh, a friend of mine came over and we hadn't seen her in a long time. And, and we're sitting there and we're cracking beers. She brought a six pack of Modelo's and we're, we're, mm. we're all kicking around the table. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm pouring shots. I was like maybe three, four shots in. And, uh, I wasn't feeling it. I was laughing like yeah. normal. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, cool. And all of a sudden the medallions are gone. I'm like, yeah, I better take another shot. Nothing. I went to bed, woke up the next wow. morning. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm going to go wrestle a bear. Wow. <laughs> you felt good, huh? I felt good. Nice. You know? Good. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't smoke weed anymore, dude. I, I really don't. No, dude. I And, you know, people ask me, I was like, well, you should like, you know, you can still do it. I'm like, nah, fuck that, dude. I don't right. even want to risk it. Right. You know what I mean? I really love the fact that I worked my ass off for my CDL. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I worked. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, 100%. You know, this, this random episode of goodness and speaking and talking. Not in tongues, because we don't speak in tongues. But it's brought to you by Trio Board Skate Shop on Instagram. They're also located on a, in Kilgore, Texas, if you actually want to go down there. Fantastic people. Uh, Lolo Tamaris Trejo. She takes care of the skateboarding community like you would not believe. She is 
the lady. She is just, just a beautiful person. Beautiful person. From the day I met her to right now, 100% supportive of the community, supportive of the kids. Just takes care of everybody. Trail Board Skate Shop on Instagram. Also, sponsored by TheBohoSoul.com. On Instagram, it's the.bohosoul. Um, I'm also sponsored by A Refined Man Barbershop on Instagram. Uh, Miss Shauna Charbonneau opened up a uh, fantastic barbershop in Olympia, Washington, located on 4th. Fantastic little uh, little joint. Started up by herself in collaboration with another company. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to do this by myself, and it's going to be epic. Now she's joined by some staff. She's got these fantastic little people up front. Love the receptionists. And then got herself a couple of partners in there. A couple of barbers. Miss Debbie and Mr. Tyler. Mr. Tyler. Mr. Tyler. Ain't going to forget his name. You know why? Because he's a tall drink of water. That's what he is. Cool. Sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Sexy as fuck. Yep. Who, who you, you heard talking it? about? I'm talking about you, but you came back. <laughs> who are you talking about? Tyler. Mr. Tyler. Yeah, we we I love all three of those barbers. I really I do. Miss Shauna Charbonneau. She has been she's been key. Uh, you know, subs, you know, really, real low key. She's been she's been real key to my recovery because she comes in and whenever I went in, she was just like, you know. She never treated me differently. She hasn't treated me differently since the day we met to right now. She's been fantastic, and she's been very supportive. Very, very supportive. And good friend. Great friend. You know what? Ang is a mean fucking haircut. She's badass. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say much about her. Oh, and I got to go see her today. Today is, what is today? Today is the 26th of June on a Friday. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great, fantastic fucking day. The fucking sun is out, and it's, you know, forecasting it's going to hail in 20 minutes. 19. 18. 19. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you know. I oh, know. You know. I oh, know. you know. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked, dude. Today's going to be a good day. My cousin, I'm going to see my cousin today. Shout out. Know, which means I'm going to have to find a, you, you might want to do something for me when you're in Florida. Mm. Is there a place where I can get a new liver? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, good. Cause I'm coming to Florida. I'm going to need one after this weekend. Okay. My cousin Mario's coming up. I have not seen my cousin Mario yeah, dude, since, uh, since new year's, you know, and we, uh, dude, I love it. I love my cousins. I love all my cousins. I got, Oh fuck, dude! There's more than more than the hands I have, fingers I have on my hands. Yeah, you got any hands? I need probably a couple more sets of hands to count all how many cousins I got. And every single one of my cousins is awesome. I, I love was, them. I was talking to my friend and I said, "You know, I realized I counted. I have over sixty-eight nieces and nephews." And I was like, "That's just the ones that I know." And she's like, "Well." what about my kids? And I was like, so I have over 70. (laughs) And I was like, and I laid there and I counted them out and like by name. Right. And I, I remember every one of my nieces and nephews. I love every one of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've grown up to be so cool. And some of them are on Facebook and some of them aren't. And some, some have drifted away and don't do their own thing. But 
they're really fucking cool kids. Every yeah. single one of them. You know what I mean? Yep. I love the kids that uh, I, I love my, I love all of them, man. I mean, I love all mine too. And I, I know what you mean. I know that my brother Marco's kids, they constantly look for me. Yeah. Always, always right. look for me. Uncle Adam, you know, right? Yeah. Uncle Adam and my sister's kids, uh, you know, Alejandro and Alondra and Andrea and, and now little Ruby and, and a mas guapo Nico, you know, they all look for me too. And it's That's like, cool. you know, the other ones, I, I see them when I see them and they're like, oh, hey. But those, you know, I love them. Okay, sure, you don't. That's fine. Right. You know, later in life, maybe you'll be like, oh, you know what? Fuck, you were cool. I'm like, mm, I ain't push nobody to do nothing they don't want to. Right. I like you to know? say, like, little girls like me to about age six. And then they look at me and they're like, you're so immature. You know what I mean? <laughs> But they love me up until then. And then they love me again when they hit like teens and they realize that I was just a goofball the whole time, you know? Yep. Yep. And that's okay. That's what I'm here for. Uncle Adam's here for, you know what, just to hang out and, and you need a cut, you need a safe space. You got it. You need somebody to listen to you. You got, you want somebody to just sit and not say a goddamn word. You got it. You want to just watch a movie. You got it. I ain't saying shit. You want to talk? Cool. We can talk. I think uncles are like when you're playing the video game and there's that little thing that says more information, you know, and you can click on that. I think that's what an uncle is. Like you can just text an uncle and be like, what about this? Like, do you remember my mom in this time? Or, you know, like, do you remember this? Or what do I do about this? Don't tell mom. And that's what that that's about, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. I agree. I agree. And that's what we're here for, man. I mean, we're not your parents. We're your uncle. Right. You know, we're here to, Hey, we're going to, well, I, I definitely for sure. One will never give you a bullshit answer. I'm going to give you the straight up answer. Oh, this is what exactly. Um, You know what I mean? Oh, oh, you have problems with that. Oh shit. Okay. So this is what you need to do Mm -hmm. and speak with your parents. You have to speak with your parents and include them. Have to. Otherwise, I'm going. To, you're going to put me in a situation where I have to talk to your parents. Yeah. Well, I did tell my, I tell my nieces and nephews the same thing. My mom told me, "You get one." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you need my help. You get one. It'll go unsaid. But you know, your parents are going to have to know. Yeah, have to, man. You have to because yeah, I don't want to be that shit uncle that, oh shit, you did this and oh fuck now okay yeah it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. But did you tell your parents you didn't? Oh fuck. Right. I got to keep quiet about it. Oh, now you put me in a fucking situation. Cause like my family is one of those grudge holding families that, mm-hmm. that you won't hear from them for years. Okay, cool. Right. You know? All right. What, well what then is that about what's a, what's a grudge about, you know, I, like people never change or you want to keep them in a place where you can just hate on them forever. It's all about pride. You yeah. fucked up. You fucked up. You know what? Admit your mistake. Heck move yeah. the fuck on because you're wasting time. I do that. You're wasting with, life. I do that in situations where I don't even think I'm wrong. If somebody thinks I'm that wrong, I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, like I'm truly sorry that I did mm-hmm. that. And you own up to it, get it over with fast. You're like ripping yep. off a band aid. It sucks 20 years later to be like, I don't even remember, but I'm sorry. But you know, yeah. in the moment, just be like, yeah, I'm sorry, you know. Yep. Yeah, I've done that. I've fucked up. I yeah, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. Dude, That's I did right. that. You know what? Fuck it. I'm sorry. You want to be mad cool. I understand. Right. I get it. I fucked up. 
peace out. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll let you go and get a carry on with your life. Yeah. And you know, hundred percent of the time it's like with a few people, I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, a year later, all of a sudden they come back around I'm like, Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. You know, they but, realized that wasn't you, you're yeah. normal, but there's moments that happen in every life. There's volcanoes yep. that are up. There's people are different at every second. So if Adam's in a bad mood and you get him in a bad and get him at the wrong time, you're not going to meet the Adam that, that you would know, you know? <laughs> exactly. You're going to meet a fucking class five hurricane motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you meet me and I'm in a bad mood, usually like on Sundays, I'm just down or I'm depressed or I'm reevaluating shit. And people yeah. talk to me on those days. Cause I'm going to throw like some philosophy that I'm thinking about on you that you're not even going to comprehend. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that, you know, I try to reach out to you. Sunday, you're like, it's my day off. And I'm like, yeah. Oh fuck, dude. I don't want to talk to you about work, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go cry. No, I, I, I collect the week. I collect the week and then I analyze how I'm going to go forward in the next week. And that way nothing builds up. So yeah. I reach out to people and I'll be like, Hey, we good. And people are like, you are always asking. I'm like once a week, I tend to say, yeah. this is how I'm feeling towards you this week. Yeah. You know, I've been feeling about this, this way about you for the last week. I think I'm going to keep doing that for the next week. And mm. I'll do that with people and they just don't get it. But for me, it helps me go forward going, all right, these people at least know where I'm coming from so they can work around me instead of you guys guessing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Tony, you know, I'm only going to respond if I can't make it. Why are you leaving me guessing? Don't leave me guessing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't leave us guessing. Right. You know? I don't know, man. I just don't have time for grudges. I don't have time for, mm -mm. for ill feelings. I mean, if you got fuck, if you got something bad against me, guess what? That's on you. You still you know? have it. I've faced fucking death a couple of times already. And you think that <laughs> I'm going to fucking sit around and wait for somebody to get a hold of me and tell me that they're sorry, but they have a macho attitude. You know what? Right. You take your fucking macho attitude and fuck right off <laughs> because I don't got that kind of time, dude. I got, I got my, I got my 19 year old. Who's, who's fucking gorgeous. I love my kid, dude. I love my little fucking monkey. And she's now, she's this big, tall monkey. You know what I mean? And then I got my little fucking tank of a boy, dude. I fucking love my little boy, dude. You know? And then you think I'm going to fuck around and, and waste time, waste mm -hmm. time, dude. No, I don't. I don't got that kind of time. I got time for podcasting. I got time to go play guitar. I got time for work. I got time for fucking cooking. I got time for creating writing, dude. Fucking, yeah. you know, visiting people that are fucking awesome. I have conversations with great fucking people, dude. I don't, have time to sit around and worry. Oh, why is someone mm. so mad at me? Right. Don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> a, I have this. I used to say this all the time. If if I was an asshole and you don't tell me, you're the asshole. But if, I'm a, <laughs> I, but if I'm an asshole and you call me out on it, and I still want to be the asshole, then I'm the asshole. Yep. You can't. You can't make me the asshole because I did something you you find offensive. Because yep. there's a hundred billion people out there that don't or do you know <laughs> so <laughs> yes, if you tell true. me if you tell me that, that that bugs you then and i do it again and again then yeah man you can yeah. be mad at me and i'll be like yeah i get it i don't know why i keep doing it you know, yeah, I get it. Like, you know what that's my asshole quality you know what fuck you <laughs> it's just i'm not gonna get past it if you can't accept it we can move beyond it you know but i check yep, exactly. in with people people check in with me all the time like hi how you doing and i'll be like i'm me and they'll be like oh that's it 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do that with my brothers, man. I mean, well, one of my brothers and then, uh, and then, well, I talk to my sisters on a regular basis. I shoot them random texts and then we're all good always. Cause you know, I really haven't done anything to fucking irritate them. But my brother, Marco, dude, me, him and I will go weeks, sometimes, you know, days or weeks or whatever, not talking to each other or whatever. And all of a sudden random, Hey, Hey asshole. It's, I mean, and it's always his uh, voice that when I read it, I'm like, Oh, you motherfucker, it's <laughs> going down, you know, and we have a conversation and then, Hey, we're doing this. Oh, cool. I'm fucking, we're coming out, you know? Right. We'll see him or whatever. And it's like we never stopped hanging out. We never see like we never stopped talking because we don't. We know we I know what kind of life we have. You know, I'm busy, he's busy. We got both raising kids, we're taking right. care of shit, you know. But you know, it is what it is. My cousins, I see them on a you know, regular basis on Facebook or text me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they call I got one one cousin, uh shout out to Lupe, who's the uh the tallest woman in all of Mexico. She's about uh four foot three. <laughs> excuse me but she uh she calls me up and she's like hey we're gonna do a we're gonna do a, a chat a video chat for chismis which is you know basically just talking shit right <laughs> hey what's new <laughs> gotcha love it dude you know fucking make time for me great i'll make time for you great you know let's fucking get together let's party yeah. let's hang out let's let's just fucking be together you know let's fucking you know? hang out I reached out to uh, like an old friend and I was like, man, well, an old friend reached out to me to see how I was doing, you know, and I was like, I'm good. And she was like, I thought you hated me. And I was like, no, actually, I I really kind of have feelings for you, you know, but Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking about it and like her life is so jam packed that now she thinks I'm like desperately in love when actually I'm so equally as busy just with less important things you know when you you meet somebody that builds their whole life like Mm -hmm. you know people that have struggled that's that have things they they cherish them because they're 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 gonna it could fall apart so easily because they know that and then it's hard to step into somebody's life and say hey i'm here i'm just trying to let you know you know that i feel a certain way but i'm over here as a friend just letting you know you know Mm-hmm. I would never want to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the pressure of not messing that up. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally, man. I mean, work and like school and work and kids and houses and, you know, like people work for that shit. They work really yeah. hard. And she's done that as a single mom for like, since I've known her, she's been like working and having people like steal little things from her, like pride or you know what i mean just time and right and i felt bad i was like why did i do that it was just being honest but i would never want to like jeopardize that shit i just want to say hey i'm over here not like i'm coming over there (laughs) 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 i'm cannonballing to the deep end guess what motherfucker so i just left it alone like yeah i'm just gonna leave it as it stands but i want to say she's really cool and i i wish her the best Oh yeah, dude. That's all you can do is wish them the best, support them from afar if that's uh, that's what it is. Fuck yeah. Some people, yeah. some people don't know they that we have that we're there as support. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. And I do. That's why every week I do that. I did that with another friend, 
I was just like, look, the thing is, is I really like you and I'm really affectionate towards you, but I'd only want to be friends and you only want to be friends. But I still have this dialogue with you because you were somebody to me and yeah. I'm not going to stop that. But just realize I'm not hitting on you. I'm just talking to you the way I always have. And she's yeah. like, that's that's perfect. That's fine. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell, it's a win-win situation. But yeah, I, I'll, I like to confirm with people how where we stand i don't want i don't want to go two weeks without knowing adam's pissed off at me about something or sean you know let's get it yeah. out let's keep talking and that way the shit just goes away exactly dude that's right that's right that's why i like when we fucking when we talk about uh uh fitting fitting time in or fitting each other into the schedule or fitting in fitting into you know who's going to come on or mm. you know trying to better everybody's equipment or whatever it is that kind of talk is like you know, I was talking with Sean. I was like, man, we just got to do this. We got to do that. You know, don't take offense to it. Here it is. This is what we need to do. And then, so then all of a sudden he gets on and he his, his gear is all improved. And that's fantastic, dude. You know, right. that's, that's called progress, bro. You know what I mean? Especially when, and, and I was worried. I'm, I'm like, fuck, what am I worried about? I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But, you know, at the same time, yeah. I'm like, somebody's got to say it. So why not say it in a manner that, you know what? Fuck it. Hey, man, you got to fix your mic. Let's fix right. it. You know what? This is how we're going to do it. You know what hurts my feelings is to find out somebody's been upset with me for a month about something I could have changed. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's what, what hurts my feelings. If I trip you and you could asshole, then yes. You know, we addressed <laughs> it. Sorry, you know. Yeah. Come on, dude. I don't, I don't give a fuck about something that happened three years ago. <laughs> right? Dude. People are awesome. And sometimes you just got to check in, in with them to say, do you still have that flaw? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I'll be back. Hey, okay, let's record this real quick and then we can have this audio. Okay. Thank you for listening to Adam Has the Beard, produced and distributed by Public Access America, sponsored by Trail Board Skate Shop on Instagram, the dot boho soul on Instagram, and a refined man barbershop on Instagram. We also want to welcome the Denton County Collective to the family of Public Access America. Thank you for listening.